Good afternoon, good morning. It's Mark Johnson from Loyalty 360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you back to another edition of our Leaders in Customer Loyalty series. In this series, we have the privilege of speaking with the brand leaders about what they are seeing and hearing on the front lines of customer, channel, and brand loyalty. Today, we had the pleasure of speaking with Mindy Bridges. She's the Chief Brand and Marketing Officer for Vasa Fitness, which has 48 locations that serve 350,000 members across Colorado, Utah, Kansas, Oklahoma, Arizona, and Indiana. Indiana is a little farther away, closer to me, but uh, it's uh, great to talk with you, Mindy, and thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. Sure. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Absolutely. For those who uh, may not know uh, about Vasa Fitness, can you tell us a little bit about Vasa Fitness uh, history and kind of everything that you offer as a, you know, a fitness entity? Sure. Uh, Vasa was founded in Utah. Um, it started as a group of Gold's Gyms, fran- Gold's Gym franchises. Um, and in 2014, our founders sold it to a private equity firm and then rebranded their 21 gyms as Vasa Fitness. So like you said, now we have grown um, in seven years to 48 clubs in six states. We will be, as of end of January 2022, we will be in eight states and we'll have 51 clubs. Um, and Vasa is a high value, low price operator, which means that we provide an amazingly broad set of amenities at a very affordable price. Okay. Um, so yeah, so our gyms, they're big. They're approximately seven, or sorry, 60,000 square feet. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, with open, bright, contemporary design. So we're always focused on being accessible to anyone who wants to get fit, providing innovative and on-trend fitness solutions, and just really creating a space where every member feels like they belong. And I'm a little biased, but of course, I believe we're the best value in our category. Okay, great. Well, uh, I think I have a pretty good uh, value category in the Mark's gym in the basement. I pulled out a pretty nice uh, little set. And, uh, <laughs> I bet you do. Oh, I just, yeah. I'm just not sure you could fit as many people, but. No, I, I, it's more for just the enclave of Johnson family. And I, I have a piece out in uh, my, uh, my driveway I need to put together this weekend. So that's not going to be fun. But anyway, so when you look at Boston Fitness, uh, obviously doing some great things. Would love to know a little bit more about you. Uh, some things that you have, uh, you like to do, kind of your history, uh, you know, your work history, but also maybe a fun fact. Uh, you are you a fitness fanatic? Uh, do you like to hike? Do you like to jump out of planes? It's always good to know the people we're interviewing on a little more personal level. Sure, I'm happy to to share. Um, yeah, my background. I have over 22 years marketing experience. I've worked for a lot of retail, so between uh, the Gap and Abercrombie and Fitch. Um, I was in retail for about 10 years and I've been a consultant, work with a lot of different um, consumer product brands. Um, and then I have about now almost eight years in fitness leadership um, okay. and marketing. So, so yeah, and, and here at Vasa, I'm lucky to lead our brand team, um, which is made up of marketing, PR, all of our fitness product. So classes, equipment, um, the club design, uh, retail, and club communications. So I, I kind of describe our team as the as the group that brings our brand to life, both inside and outside the club. And of course, in partnership with our amazing operations team who you know gives our members a sense of connection and makes them feel like they belong in our clubs every day. Um, as far as a fun fact, um, I have a lot of them, but I'll share one that I, I um, you know, it's one of my dreams to have a dog rescue ranch 
where I take in homeless dogs, um, try to find them homes. But if they don't, then they get to live with me and all their dog friends for the rest of their lives. And I would like to hire all of my friends to come live on the property and I would build them houses and, and pay them to work. Well, there you go. That sounds like a, a great thing to do. <laughs> so you recently began piloting your burn and earn rewards program in five locations in Colorado and Arizona. Can you tell us a little bit about the program, how you're rolling it out and maybe the expectations for the program? Sure. Yeah, we, um, we, in 2019, we did a pretty extensive consumer research project that I led. Um, and one of the key things that we learned was that people really wanted to be rewarded and recognized for all of their hard work at the gym. And we also learned uh, that members love gamification. So we had already built our custom BASA app. So it gave us a little bit more information about how we could expand and make the app even better for our members. Um, so we kind of combined the two things, the sort of the wanting to be recognized and the gamification and we created Burn and Earn. And the program is one of the perks of being one of, of our studio members. So it's our most premium membership tier at $39.99 a month. It's called Studio Membership. Um, and one of the badges that members can earn is called Red Raider. So they get that for checking into eight Studio Red classes per month. And once they achieve that, they just simply go up to a, the vending machine in their club, the burn and earn vending machine, and they scan their barcode um, and they win the branded prize of the month that spits it out. Um, so the prizes will change each month and they'll always be fitness related. So for instance, August was a shaker bottle and September, it's gonna be a hat. And our plan is to just work out any kinks during this pilot and then roll out to all clubs in 2022. Okay, great. When you look at the uh, earn and burn, burn and earn rewards, kind of a reverse there. When you look at the membership levels you offer, how are you finding the customers are selecting these different levels and, and, and kind of picking what's right for them? Yeah, so we have three membership tiers. Uh, the first one starting at $9.99 a month. And so with that one, you get um, about 30,000 square feet of cardio and a, a bunch of different strength equipment. So, you know, um, machines, free weights, um, Olympic lifting. Um, and then for 21, sorry, 21.99 a month, you get all of that. Plus you get unlimited group fitness classes like kickboxing, yoga, cycle. Um, plus you get pool, hot tub, sauna, steam, basketball, and hydro massage. So that that's definitely, you know, for, for that customer that's looking for any of those things, that's our best value. So that's naturally our sort of, um, highest in membership mix. Um, but our premium studio membership is $39.99 a month. And it includes all of what I just talked about, plus our studio red hit classes, which are high intensity interval training classes, uh, with two cardio, two resistance stations. They're small groups, so you get sort of personalized attention by the instructor. Um, and you, do, you rotate through those four stations uh, for about 50 minutes. And, um, you know, I, I think that our, our Studio Red Room is the coolest and, and best room that you can find to do a HIT workout. Um, our equipment, the mix of equipment that we use, our music instructors, and the workouts are just great. So, what we did was um, knowing that that's such a great value because if, if a member goes to another sort of popular hit studio, you're going to pay about 20 to $30 per class. 
and we're we're offering the entire membership with unlimited classes plus everything else Vasa has to offer for less than forty dollars a month. Um, so we created the program to help you know drive usage in our in our clubs and then hopefully um, make it sort of a selling point and make our studio membership even more valuable than it already is. Okay, great. When you look at uh, customer loyalty, we always like to talk to brands, uh, you know, understanding how they're defining customer loyalty and what it means to you know, your organization. You know, how do you define customer loyalty and, and what does it mean to Vasa? I would say loyalty or member loyalty at Vasa. Um, what, what great looks like is that our members use our gems and they feel a sense of connection and belonging anytime they're there. Um, you know, I think it, it was and then has become sort of over the last couple of years. Um, it's been more about um, sort of watching, or sorry, more than about watching people ob obtain aesthetic results, but, but also helping and seeing our members build confidence and just live happier lives. Um, you know, we, 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 see, we see wellness as both physical and mental health. So we try to provide, you know, places that people can get could get fit and exercise, but also places that people can recover. Okay, excellent. When you look at uh, uh, methods to kind of engage and reward customers, fitness, uh, health and wellness is kind of a unique category, right? There's people that are very focused, very engaged, but then a lot of people aren't as much, right? And, and some right. gyms hope that you, you get a bunch of people sign up and they never come again. And it's kind of a, uh, obviously an organization like yourself is not predicated on that, but you know, how, how do you engage and reward your customers? Cause they're going to be varying types. People that uh, like to lift weights, people like to run, people like to take the spin classes. Mm -hmm. uh, people, you know, how do you kind of engage them in, in different manners? Yeah, we do a lot of different types of engagement, um, probably like a lot of brands, but we, we do it mainly through social media, email, and then through our custom app. You know, um, I think you listed a lot of reasons why people like to go to the gym. And so we try to vary sort of the, the content that we put out there and the, the engagement that we try to, to get from our followers on social media. We focus on everything. So you know, we have people in the pool, we have, you know, people that are doing bodybuilding shows that we feature, we, we do a lot of user generated content. And of, and of course, our own as well. But we try to hit all areas of the club and make sure that everybody feels like they have a place sort of within our brand. And then we also use email. Um, so, you know, we send out articles, recipes, people love recipes, we've learned. And so we, we do a lot of those we do, you know, just articles on workouts or, you know, things like muscle confusion, like there, there's a lot of sort of articles that we write and we, and we really try to just listen to our members about, you know, what they, what they're wondering about, what they want to learn about. And we try to put that kind of content out. And I would say in addition to burn and earn and being able to get the Red Raider um, badge, they can also earn a ton of other badges. I think we have over 20 other badges and things like birthdays, FASA anniversaries, just, just, simply number of check-ins. So we have different badges for different check-ins and that's not for Studio Red or Burn and Earn. It's more just checking into the gym and getting people there. Um, one of the things we just um, we just put out was if you check in 75 times in a year, you get a cash credit toward um, our Revive area of the gym, which is healthy drinks, snacks, and branded Vasa gear. So, you know, we're trying to reward them also in other ways. You don't have to be a studio membership, I guess is what I'm saying, to be able to be sort of rewarded and engaged with. And how do you think Vasa is different from some of the competitive entities out there? 
Uh, you talked about some of the, the higher price point uh, entities, uh, more more custom boutique uh, gems. You know, how do you think you're different than your competitor set? Um, I think we're really different. I think I think the biggest thing is that we have a set of sort of guiding principles on how we make decisions about our products, um, how we treat each other, how we treat members. And um, I guess I'd summarize it sort of in what we say is what we do. So we say that we want to be authentic, transparent, inclusive, innovative, on-trend, cool. Um, and I would say these concepts sort of among others are woven into everything that we do from the way we design our clubs and making sure that every space has a purpose. Um, the equipment and classes we choose, how we communicate and, inter in, and interact on social media, um, and just all the way to how we treat and motivate our club staff so that, so that that sort of vibe or message comes through in every channel. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, I, I think we're really different in, in a good way and could we be better? Sure, and we will. But what I know for sure is that um, we make it a priority to listen to our people and our members um, so we can continue to evolve in a positive way and give people what they want and need. Absolutely. Um, when you look at personalization, you know, what are the challenges or opportunities you see with regard to personalization? Personalization. Um, I mean, I, I think there's a lot you can do with technology and I think we, we've done a lot of work and we'll continue, like I said, to evolve um, with sort of our CRM system, our app. But I think, I think the human connection is where I see opportunity. And it's not that anyone in our clubs, you know, that they aren't making great human connections. They are, I hear stories every day, but um, I, I could just share one idea we're working on, which is a leaderboard in each club and that would live outside of our studio red room. And like, imagine if an instructor walked up and it's a scrolling sort of leaderboard of how many check-ins our studio members have to the studio in the studio red class. If they, if they check that before they walk into class to teach and then during class they recognize or congratulate or you know, just sort of motivate members who are close to getting their, their prize for the month, you know, I think it would I think it would not only make them feel great and motivated, but I also think it would help others in class who might need that extra push. So, I mean, that's just one idea that we sort of have in the clubs as we continue to pilot Burn and Earn. Okay. Uh, partnerships are, are uh, you know, growing importance to the members of Loyalty 360. We actually just had a partnership meeting yesterday. Uh, about 15 brands sat in on the call. You know, when you look at partnerships, they can be very difficult or very easy to set up depending on uh, a number of different factors. You know, how do you guys look at partnership with other brands? Is, is that something you traditionally uh, approached? Um, a little bit. I think we could do more. Um, right now, we partner with all of our fitness sort of equipment brands. Um, you know, the different brands of equipment we buy in our clubs, we try to get some of those master trainers to come in and do, do classes in our gyms to help help our instructors with continued education. Um, MyZone is one of our key partners. So that's sort of a wearable heart rate technology okay. um, that we use in our gyms. So we mainly use it for personal training and then Studio Red because Studio Red is all, is all sort of based on a level of effort during okay. each workout and the, the instructor coaches and cues to that. So MyZone's been an awesome partner. Um, you know, as far as locally, what I'd like to get a little more into is partnering with um, charitable causes. So we just we just partnered with one locally 
Um, it was to, to, uh, for diabetes awareness. And it, we, we partnered with, um, some sort of someone who was organizing a 5k race. Um, but you know, and, and we definitely got some good, you know, we, we gained a few members, we got our name out there, we had fun. Um, and we felt like we were sort of enrolling the community, um, into health and fitness, which is really important to us. So, you know, we're currently looking at how we can continue to expand in that area. Uh, we just hired a brand director, which, um, I will be great. And she's, she's really excited about sort of creating more partnerships that are, that are mutually beneficial. Okay. Absolutely. Um, when you look at, uh, the customer base, uh, customers are changing. We hear that from a number of different brands. Uh, you know, how do you think your customers are changing or maybe how are customers changing in the fitness uh, world in general? Yeah, I think there's just been a big shift in people's mindsets. Uh, we see it with our members, you know, because I, because, because I'm really into fitness. I have a lot of friends that also are that, you know, maybe don't live in a, a state where we have a VASA or a city where we have a VASA. So they're not necessarily VASA members, but I think, you know, physical health has become increasingly important sort of through the pandemic. But I think I've, we've also seen more of a focus on mental health. So, you know, there've been a lot of bad things that have happened over the past year and a half, but I also think there have been some good things. And one of the good things is that this idea of overall well-being versus looking fit or thin or muscular. Um, I just, I kind of, I like that trend because I, I believe, and I experience for myself that just sort of confidence and peace happen in the mind. Um, and they're just as important as the physical piece. And so I do, I see a mindset, mindset shift, which I'm excited about. Well, that's good. And it's interesting too, you know, we see from a lot of the, you know, the CPG companies and the, the grocers that even though health and wellness should be more important there, you know, junk food is on the rise, right? People are getting the dopamine rush from uh, yeah. junk food and chocolate and beer and and it's good to hear that uh, you have that uh, passionate group that's very focused on, uh, uh, you know, education and wellness and, and uh, physical fitness, which is, I think, to your point, something we need as a nation uh, in a significant manner. It's great to hear. Yeah, yeah, we're excited. We we've actually we actually put it. I know this is a loyalty thing, but um, you know, we've we've incorporated some uh, just sort of more healthy eating habits into our personal training sort of programming. If people ask, we, we're not nutritionists and we don't claim to be, and we, we don't give that type of advice, but it's more yeah. like, like, you know, eat this, not that, or more of, more of this, less of this in a particular, you know, food category. And we've done, it was funny. I was just talking to um, my head of fitness product yesterday about it. And she said that those sheets are getting ordered more than anything else from our personal trainers. Cause we, we make the sheets and they can order them to give to their clients. Um, and we have a ton of tools and resources for them yeah. to order and they're ordering that a lot. So. Okay. When you, when you look at uh, kind of loyalty program and uh, some things you're doing in a personalization approach, you know, data is very important. Analytics, uh, creating insights, very important. You know, how is that changing over the maybe last 12 to 18 months uh, for you and for Vasa fitness? Yeah, for Vasa, we, I joined a little over two and a half years ago. And at Vasa, we have a ton of data. Um, I would say our challenge has been consolidating it down to, you know, um, sort of reports or information that's digestible and actionable, um, because otherwise it's just a bunch of data and spreadsheets. And I think 
during the pandemic, we, we were able to take a pause and think about what was really important and how we could work better as a team. So we've been done quite a bit of work um, to define our a few key initiatives that we all want to work toward in 2021. We'll do the same for 2022, um, but then built dashboards and reports to support those so that we can all be al aligned on what's important. And we're kind of all working toward the same goal in our, in our different sort of departments or teams, um, ultimately to be successful at the end of the year and, and hit our hit our goals. But um, I think, yeah, I think prior, like a lot of companies, everybody's just trying to get awesome work done, but it's not always working toward the same goal. And so consolidating data into sort of um, uh, ideas that people can understand and then take action against has been a big win for us. Absolutely. When you look at uh, the next big thing, what's the next big thing for your customer experience or customer loyalty efforts at VASA? Yeah, I don't have a next big thing aside from burn and earn for loyalty at the moment. Um, like I said, we do we do a lot and we try to continue to evolve in other channels. But in this one, it's really just to look at sort of the quantitative, the qualitative sides of, of burn and earn and, and how the program helps to drive studio memberships, um, studio check-ins to classes, um, and just learn about what members are saying in the club. So we do bi-weekly calls with our general managers of these five clubs just to get their thoughts. You know, is the machine working right? Do you have any issues? What are members saying about it? We talk to our instructors in those five clubs. What are they saying in the classes? And so far it's been super positive. Well, Mindy, thank you very much for taking the time to talk with us today. It was great hearing about some things that you and Vasa are working on and uh, look forward to hearing more uh, from Vasa in the upcoming years. Thank you very much. Awesome. Thanks so much. And thank you everyone for listening. Uh, join us back for another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty Series soon. Have a wonderful day.